The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. And you're very welcome back. Now, when lockdown hit in 2020 and the classrooms closed their doors, the teachers and students were forced to take their lessons online. And there was varying degrees of success around that, let's face it. But for my next guest, it was like a, a moonshore move that would see him catapulted to TikTok stardom. He's a teacher. Tygo Donovan, good morning to you. Morning, Oliver. How are you getting on? Oh, I'm fantastic. Sure, it's Friday. Sure, what all oh, the mood would, could you possibly be in? Uh, now, before we get to your massive fame online, Tig, um, is uh, social media is that something that teachers tr- tend to avoid? Yeah, it tends to be something that we don't we don't tend to spend too much time on, or we we don't tend to post too often. I think there's something about the duration. We're all kind of told, uh, stay away from that. Now you don't need that in your life. Yeah. and uh, it was a rule I very much followed for quite a while as well. So and. Um, like you said, it kind of caught me off guard when I did start going on to it that I, it gained so much traction. But uh, we're here now two years later, so it, it is what it is. <laughs> it's working out. And is that the kind of, um, uh, you know, aversion to it, is that because obviously if you're teaching teenagers as you are in secondary school, um, that they might, you know, you're kind of in their world. Is that the idea? The teachers um, are nervous? I, yeah, I suppose it's kind of that. You're, you're kind of venturing off into the side of stuff that they spend quite a lot of time on. Yeah. And um, you never know, really. Like, I think there's a, a big fear around teachers going onto social media that you know kids are going to start commenting and messaging and stuff like that. But I've done in the right way. You can kind of avoid quite a lot of that and also kind of protect the kids in certain ways as well. Yes. So, yeah. um, it, when, when, when done right, everyone kind of benefits from it. Exactly. Like a lot of things. So, well, let's just uh, jump back a bit. So you're you're originally from Cork, aren't you? Where exactly? Uh, so I'm from Bandon down here in West Cork and, Very nice. and, and grew up here, spent most of my life here. But uh, when I qualified as a science teacher in 2015, there wasn't a lot going on in terms of jobs. So like most no. people, I, I went off abroad and I spent five years in just outside of North London um, teaching in two different schools there. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It felt like a bit of fish out of water kind of moment when I had to go abroad and, uh, and try and teach in a completely different system to what we have here. But um, loved it, loved my time over there. It was great for me. And uh, this is in Watford, isn't it, in, um, outside London? And there was there a good Irish contingent there at that time then, uh, uh, f- six or seven years ago, really, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, Watford would be a very good Irish area anyway. And, and pretty much in every school over in the UK, you're going to find at least one or two different Irish teachers as well. So we're, we're fairly strong over, uh, over there. Yeah, it's, but, a pi- um, it's a pity in a way, though, isn't it? Because like, you come out of UL and like, trained here, but like, nothing, nothing going for you at the time. And they're all over there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I suppose you go to you go to the UK, you go to Australia or, or Dubai or someplace. There's a huge, massive Irish community, and in one sense, it's very good because you know there's people there that you can relate to, that you can have have the chat with and have the crack with. Mm-hmm. That uh, they, you know they've been through it before. But I suppose in like many ways, it's, you know, you're seeing a bit of a brain drain in some sense that everyone that's leaving has some sort of a qualification. You'd rather see them stay in Ireland, but. You know, travel broadens the mind as well, so I, I'm not going to say there are too many negatives to it, but most of us do come back, which is great as well. Yeah, travel broadens the mind, so you have to be careful. <laughs> you have to be careful of that. <laughs> uh, what, uh, how different is the system over there? Uh, uh, was it uh, more, less work? Oh, definitely more work. A lot, lot more work. Um, a lot of paperwork. It was something that caught me off guard. Was I, I thought you know you spend a lot of time teaching and planning your lessons, where actually there was so much extra just paperwork attached to everything and tracking and monitoring and trying to find reasons for X, Y and Z and contact with parents and, X, and it, was, 
it actually felt more like by the end of it that you were doing more administration than actually teaching, yeah. um, which is probably why they see so many teachers drop out of education over there. Right. Whereas Grinds here, there seems to be better attention other than the fact that you just see a lot of teachers when they first qualify leave the country in the first place. But um, yeah, it was one where coming back to Ireland and actually going onto social media and, and doing my, my, my lessons on TikTok actually saved me from leaving education altogether. I'd kind of done five years, felt the burnout coming, and I was like, right, if I go back and it doesn't work in Ireland, I'm just going to change careers altogether. But um, yeah, lucky for me, uh, everything seems to be working out here in Ireland so far. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's incredible. The social so media well. that you were avoiding is the thing that kind of saved your um, your grow for teaching in many ways. Yeah, very so, much so. Yeah, it was, um, it was kind of, I came back in August of 2020, kind of that yeah. second lockdown stage. And uh, unfortunately for me, the teaching council was on, on super slow mode at that stage. So they couldn't process my paperwork. And uh, oh, right. about four or five months before they could actually get me back into a classroom. And, um, okay, so when you come when you come back from England, you have to be kind of um, cleared to step into an Irish classroom again. Is that yeah, the... yeah? Essentially, that's kind of it. And there's quite a bit of paperwork behind it on a normal day anyway, let alone during the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So I was um, I was sitting at home with my my degree going, you know, you know, twiddling my thumbs, going, I need to do something to keep myself active. And I'd already started making some TikToks and doing some science stuff on there. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I just start teaching on TikTok as well? spend a couple of evenings a week since I can't go anywhere else might as well just do it from my uh, my sitting room basically I had a massive whiteboard and I said right we'll teach them here okay. and um, I just I just enjoyed it so much we had such a laugh and you know taking the topics that the kids wanted to cover for their own lessons and for their own exams I said look we'll do that and I brought my own little style to it and it was very relaxed kind of atmosphere and it kind of it, it kind of got it gained a huge uh, a, a huge popularity on the app itself and Next thing, there was a couple hundred thousand people following me, and I was kind of going, "This is this is not what I expected at all." Yeah. But look, we'll go with it. And you're essentially teaching for free there, because you're, as I say, you're waiting for a job to come up. You weren't cleared by the teaching council, so you just you're just randomly teaching, and it's it was open to all all kids, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, I had the qualification. I was just waiting for the clearance, and I was kind of going, "I need some of the preoccupied myself," but I also felt like I could do something more for other people. And I saw from when I was over in the UK just the amount of time the kids were spending on the app and how little learning they were doing, let's say, in their own school. And this was an opportunity for me to help kids out who actually might have wanted the help as well. Um, and rather than trying to force them to go back to our Google Classroom, I was saying, look, I'm going to head in the direction of where they're spending most of their time on their apps. Um, yeah, and again, huge amount. And there was, at one stage, there was a couple of lessons where, let's say, over the course of the hour, hour and a half I was spending on teaching, there was probably twenty to 25,000 different users coming on watching it for a while and maybe moving on but you know at one stage we had about 700 stayed for the entire hour and it was incredible what what uh, kind of picked up like what sort of things were you doing on tiktok that really grabbed the attention of these kids oh it's hard to say to be honest because i've had i've had some kind of you kind of get ebbs and flows with social media and, and how many followers you get so at stages i've had huge growth because i was doing the live lessons there's other stages i've had huge growth because i put up some sort of science video that was really useful and and then there might have been just something random like me doing a dance inside in school which has genuinely happened and now I've kind of been known for a dance and I go oh, great <laughs> this is not what I expected either but you kind of roll with the punches and uh, yeah it's been it's been really exciting just to see like you know the different things that come along on the app itself so all those kind of trends that are and, and uh, dancing is a huge thing for TikTok oh massive now it's definitely more from just being what 
what, what I suppose it was traditionally known for, which was lip syncing and dancing. And it's got so, so much more variety on it. There's actually a huge side to learning on TikTok, which is, which is where I kind of existed, that, that little edu talk, as they call it. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the app is just incredible um, with the amount of different things you can do there. How big has it grown? How many followers do you have now and all your views and all that? Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think what the last count was. I think I'm, I'm definitely over about 320,000 on TikTok and about another 150,000 then on Instagram. So it's not doing too bad, you You've know? over half a million followers as a teacher. And, and the millions of views. I mean, I've some, seen some of the clips and they're like kind of typical stuff. Some of them I remember from school. Like uh, there's one where you're, it's basically the, when the male teacher walks into a female teacher's <laughs> office and you're playing the fella, the teenager in the, in the classroom. And what do they always say? The oh, so that's the boyfriend there, misses it. <laughs> yeah, look, that's kind of half the fun of it is that, you know, and again, part of the safeguard in the teaching is that you don't want to make any content that is so specific that it's one child and that, you know, a parent could be calling and going, my, my kid says that specifically about me. So I'll try and keep it as broad as possible and, and pick things that, you know, everyone's experienced in school. We've all had that situation, like you said, where, where a male teacher comes into a female's classroom and everyone goes, oh, I wonder now, is, is there something <laughs> happening there? Or the teacher rocking up to the door going, oh, can I steal that child if that's all right? You know, or, there's loads of different it's things. It's your boyfriend, and, miss. So, so. Yeah, but it's, it's a clever idea because you're kind of using comedy as a hook to um, get them in for the other bits where you're doing actual lessons and so on. That's it, that's it, you know. And, and like, there are people that follow me just for the comedy and there are people who follow me just for the science and... And that's great as well. You know, you're, you're kind of pulling them in from all different angles. Um, as long as they enjoy the content and they're getting something from it, that's kind of the whole thing I'm taking, you know, is that yeah. you're, you either want to make them smile or you want to help them learn. That's, that's the way I'm looking it's at it. It's a creative approach because you use memes a lot in your general teaching anyway, don't you? Can you? Yeah, I love, I love the memes. I'm a bit of a memeologist as well. As a, as could well you, as could you explain so. a meme to anyone who, just, who may not have heard of it? <laughs> um, what's the easiest way to describe a meme? Uh, I suppose, look, it's, it's like a one a one shot picture or it might be a GIF um, where, you know, it's just a quick statement about something, but it's kind of done in a humorous manner. And um, it's really, you know, it's really hard to actually explain. It what is actually, I'm thinking about that. That's why I made you do it. It's kind of like a, a well-known character or celebrity who's doing an eye roll or pulling a face. And yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm sure you're like attaching when, it to your uh, biology and chemistry and so on. I feel like I'm going to have to put a meme up on my uh, my Instagram story yeah, after yes, this. Like, how me trying to explain what a meme is, not actually being able to do it. But um, do you know what the great thing about doing that, though, is because it's kind of a little moment to have a little joke or I, can use, I yeah. tend to use it as a hook at the start of a lesson if I'm going to do it, where I'll put it up and it might be something linked to a previous lesson. Um, but if the kids understand it and they laugh at it or they go, oh, that's very good, then you kind of go, oh, well, if they understand that meme, then they've understood what kind of happened in the previous lesson. Whereas if they're kind of looking around going, I don't get it, then you're kind of going, oh, okay, maybe maybe we might need to recap what was done in the previous lesson. Yeah. Come here, when you, you're doing this because you're waiting to be cleared and eventually you're obviously cleared and you apply for a job and when you're sitting down for your interview or however shape that takes, I mean, how do you approach the subject with the principal and say, oh, by the way, I'm a bit of a TikTok star? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't have used the word TikTok star, definitely for sure. I can tell you that much. But um, yeah, no, it was a very interesting kind of situation. And when I was leaving the UK back in uh, in July from my previous school, they were like, "Just an FYI, you should definitely mention that you've got social media to your 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 principal as you're going into your new school, just so that yeah. they're aware." And I was like, "Oh, 100%." They were like, "Yeah, it's just one. Maybe even just give them links to it and just go. Look, this is what I have." 
Um, so that's essentially what I did when I um, I went in subbing in uh, in a school in Cork, Cardaline Community School. Um, and the the previous day before starting, I said, look, just an FYI, I've got a couple of the social media accounts um, that I do some stuff on. Do you have any issue with that, first of all? And they were like, no, that's grand. And I was like, okay, just another FYI. There's over 100,000 followers on one of them. Does that matter? And they were like, no, that's grand. And I was like, some of the kids from school might know. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's fine, no bother. And I was kind of going, oh, this is very relaxed. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be so calm. But um, I've been really lucky. Like, the school, I, I've stayed with them ever since. Um, oh, that's Carrigaline Community brilliant. School, yeah, just to That's it, yeah, Carrigaline Community School. Um, they're just absolutely wonderful, absolutely adore the school. I just, not alone just for, from my own side of things in terms of, you know, uh, being allowed to do the social media on there, but I just think they've got a really kind of holistic attitude to edu- education in general. Yeah. They're very forward-thinking, and I, I absolutely adore the staff that are there, and the kids are great as well, so... Fingers crossed I'll be there for the, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, but um, Because you're a resource teacher, aren't you? So you're able to kind of, um, you know, sit down with, with kids or with the students, I should say, um, outside of the actual lessons, don't you? Because you have the odd time. There's obviously mental health is a huge talking point uh, around the country and, and they're more clued into it now, aren't they, in school than what we used definitely, to? Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I've kind of got a, like a 50-50 timetable. Half my classes are, are mainstream full classes for science and then the other half are resource. And um, and actually, I've got to say, the resource has been something as well that's definitely kind of renewed a lot of energy in in education for me and, and, and teaching because it's given me a lot more one-on-one time with students where I actually can actively see the, the impact that I'm having with them as well and seeing them progress on an individual level a bit more than what you might see with, let's say, a mainstream class where you have 25 or 30 kids in there. So yeah. it's um, it's... It's been really interesting. It's not something that I would have thought about quite quite a lot over in the UK because they don't really have it over oh, there. Really? You know, it's, right. it's a little bit different, and and very much because there's such a teacher shortage over there, you have as many mainstream classes as possible. There's no such thing really as resource unless your school is very very lucky. But um, over here, it was great to kind of have that mix of both, and it's it's just brought so much more energy into what I do now, and certainly. With the, the kind of kids I have, I have a lot of like young lads as well who probably need a good role model in their life as well, a, a, like a, an older man to kind of give them a little bit of guidance here and there as well. It's, yeah. it's kind of allowed me to be a bit more of a mentor as well as a teacher, and I've really enjoyed that role in my life. It actually feels like I'm having an impact, which is what I got into education for in the first place. Uh, that's really cool. So you, you, you get to push the books aside sometimes and have a, have a chat about real life, I suppose, isn't it? Because Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's it. And like some of those conversations, I would hope in a way, will bring a lot of meaning to them and, and kind of help them with their own lives and not just, you know, some science topic that we were covering one day that we actually go and, and you know, do something that's going to have a, a real positive impact on them, which which is great. That it literally is what teaching should be about, is just making sure that you're, you're having that, that positive impact for the future. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, so with all these views and everything, um, uh, obviously there are students in, in the classroom who, who are going to spot you. What do they make of it in the classroom? Uh, at the moment, I, uh, well, not at the moment, but at the very beginning, they found it a bit of a novelty, but I, over time, they've just kind of gotten to know me as just another teacher, so they don't see me any differently. That's it. I mean, I, at the start, it was like walking down the hallway, you know, oh my God, that's that TikTok teacher or whatever. And so I suppose for the first year, definitely, they still see it as a novelty. They absolutely love it. And they, I'll get the hype there, I go walking down the corridor, all this jazz from them. <laughs> but um, very much, I think the older students, they kind of, they had to clue in first, the, the older kids. They were braver and, uh, and were like straight up, you know, probably within one or two days of me being there, they were like, 
you're on TikTok, aren't you? And I was like, I might, I might dabble a little piece. And they were like, all right, cool. And then they just got back on with like education. Oh, great. right, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely get a good ribbing off of some of my, um, my rugby lads because I coach a couple of the teams in the school. Yeah. And like, they're used to me now. You know, they just see me as the raving lunatic that does the rugby with them. Yeah. But um, when we go out to like rugby blitzes and other stuff, other schools, you just see ah, like, when some the, of the kids will be like, yeah, when oh the other God, schools see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So they're like they're they in the background behind me. They're all going, oh, oh, that's 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 famous Seamus there now, you know. And like I'm like, lads, leave me alone. Like yes, you're you're ruining my rep in public. You're making me look cool. <laughs> and the selfies then start up, I presume. Oh my god, yeah. There's been there's been a couple of occasions where I've been asked, and it kind of it catches me off guard because you know it's not, it's not what I ever expected from education, but it is it's it's heading that way now where there's there's more and more photos, and it look it's a bit of a laugh, and look. I suppose it's no harm for kids to be looking up to teachers either occasionally. Yeah, and you're young enough yourself, aren't you? You're still in your 20s? Yeah, my, we'll, we'll, say late, we'll say late 20s, oh, very, late. very late 20s. So, we're, we're, we're a matter of months away now at this stage. <laughs> so your own parents had an interesting reaction, didn't they? Yeah, I suppose like most parents when they when they're their grown adult child who come home jobless in the middle of the pandemic says I'm going to start doing things online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they they have the right I suppose to be a little bit conscious of what you might be doing. <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's it's been working out very well and like uh, my my dad in particular, I got a great laugh off him at the start when I said, "Look, I'm going to start doing some things online." And his first reaction was and is there going to be money made on like, yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah. well, uh, I'm not sure yet, but look, we'll see how it goes. And then yeah. he was kind of humming and hawing. And then eventually I got a text from Mam a couple of weeks into me doing the live lesson going, uh, Dad actually has a couple of questions for you here because he was watching your live <laughs> and he didn't understand God. one or two things. So you might have to explain it to him when we have dinner. So, um, yeah, it was an interesting one. Just yeah, to see. Explain a meme for him to start off. Uh, and <laughs> exactly. very importantly, it has actually, uh, you found love via TikTok. I have. I've done yeah. very well. This app has done quite a lot for me. I'm not going to lie. In the space of two years, it's, it's really turned my life upside down. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been interesting. I uh, I kind of became a group part of this um, like a Snapchat group of different creators from Ireland and the UK, and just a mix of really positive people who do a lot of good stuff on the app. And uh, there was a, a lovely, awfully girl that happened to be part of the group, and yeah. um, immediately she. She, she took no interest in me from the very beginning. It was brilliant. She, she was like, who is this cocky teacher from Cork? So um, she had no interest in me, but uh, we got invited to do some modelling with a bridal company that um, had some dresses that they were they were putting out. And it was kind of a, a friend of ours in the group that wow. put it together and said, oh, we're looking for, or they're looking for a couple of different people. Would you be interested? So we said we would. And um, yeah, so- basically the first time that we kind of met up properly in real life, we're bride and groom, and we're kind of going. You know, we, we took a look at each other and said, "You know what? This, this isn't the bad little mix here. You know, we your might introdu- have to do this again in a couple of years." Your <laughs> introduction to your girlfriend, who we should say, Chelsea Henchy, uh, who's a yeah. massive Chelsea TikTok. Chelsea thirteen oh two is what she's probably Chelsea thirteen oh two has now replaced her surname. <laughs> Chelsea thirteen oh two, and she's got three quarters of a million followers. So she's like, you know, she's a big star. Your, your first introduction, you're dressed as bride and groom. That must be really awkward. It felt really comfortable. I was that was probably what what, what sold the deal, you know. I, yeah. I she had me from day dot Oliver. Like I looked at her in a dress and I said, Do you know what? She doesn't look half bad here, you know, and she's got a good personality. <laughs> okay, this, right. this could be this could be we could be onto a winner here, you know. <laughs>
very uh, diplomatically put <laughs> not on a good Friday but anyway it's gone it's gone really well and it's fantastic we're getting good um, messages in here super guy what a super guy teacher Tig is great hope for our young people with teachers like him in our education system so well done and to follow you teach with Tig on TikTok and Instagram and you'll be in good company there and yeah, uh, that's the one. And good luck down. Continue success with uh, between yourself and Chelsea thirteen oh two, which is now her official name. Uh, <laughs> and hope uh, hope your comments <laughs> have gone down okay there. I've got fingers crossed. I'll have to put yeah. in the plug for it as well. If anyone wants to hear Chelsea giving me an absolute ribbing constantly, we have a podcast as well called the T's and C's Apply where basically it's the two of us slating it. We, we we slate each other the whole time. I think that's probably what makes our relationship great is that we're able to have a laugh with each other. But um, uh, Slagging we, we is true love, a, isn't it? It's true love. Yeah, it's, a, it's a way to do it. It's a very much an Irish form of love, I think. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's how we do it well. Yeah. But um, we consider ourselves like the Aldi version of Vogue and Spencer. So uh, for anyone who <laughs> listens to them, we have a better version there. Come listen to us, the T's and C's Apply podcast. And on that note, open for sponsorship. <laughs> the T's and C's podcast, the TikTok. Jeez, there's so many things going on. You wonder how you get time to teach it all, just as well as a, a decent holidays every now and again. That's it. You got, we got the, we got the Easter break now, so this is where I'm actually playing catch up on real life things. So I've been flat out doing jobs all this week. And oh, very good. We'll so do you're the not same next week. you're not just living on the TikTok. Look, look, it's been a pleasure, and fair play to you, and continued success. Teach with Tig on TikTok and Cheers Instagram. Oliver, That's a nice thanks very much. Thanks, man. Happy Easter to you, Tig. And and many happy returns. Take good it luck. easy. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Take now. a break. Bye.